And it says in Psalm 3, 3, But in the depths of my heart, I truly know that you, Yahweh, have become my shield. You take me and surround me with yourself. I love it says in the depths of our heart. In fact, Kathy sung about that this morning, how God moves in the depths of our heart. There is nothing unseen to our all-knowing, all-loving God. He recognizes even that which sometimes we can't articulate, which is buried in the recesses of our heart. Nothing is exempt from his eye or from his affection or from his attention. He sees into the depths of our heart. And there is a space that we carry that which we know, that which is a revelation in the depths of our heart, what belief system is alive in the depths of your heart here today. As we come into the house of God, I feel like he does a spring clean on the revelations that we carry. It's like he refreshes and he renews the things that we know, that we know, that we know in the depths of our heart. Because what we know gives us strength, it gives us fuel, and it, it, um, it disarms and dismisses the undermining thoughts that come at us in our life sometimes, and it strengthens us, and it gives us resolve, and it sets our feet upon a rock in Jesus' mighty name. You know, our deepest convictions are our strongest convictions that what we believe on the inside is just as real as anything that we're seeing, actually. Our internal life is so real, it's so alive. And, you know, even our subconscious thoughts need to be washed and redeemed and aligned to Christ. And today I pray, Lord, that you would again give us the mind of Christ in this place. And I thank you, Lord, that Christ is our shield. He is our rear guard. Doesn't matter what you're facing, what what storm or fire is before you, you have the great I am surrounding you as a shield. Christ himself is in around you. He comes right in around you. He's with you. You cannot fail because the great I am is in our midst. You know, we can bring what's in our depths before him. Um, You know, when he says, I want to meet you face to face, it's not superficial and it's not pretentious. We can come even with our, our angry thoughts, our weary thoughts, our doubt, our apprehension. We can bring all our humanity before God and he's good for it. He is good for it. You know, in the depths of my heart, I know that God's intention towards me is always good. It doesn't matter what the life story reads like or looks like. I know that his intention towards Nat Taylor is always good. I know that I'm completely loved and celebrated in all my uniqueness. I know he loves my uniqueness. I know he loves my creativity. He loves the way I think. He loves the way I see. He celebrates all the uniqueness of me. I'm not going to try and fit into somebody else's mold. Life is too short. I'm going to enjoy my own skin, enjoy my own unique view and run in my lane. Amen. I know that my family is called and covered by God. And at the very center of me, I know that I know that I know that all I really want to do, all this little girl that grew up in the country really wants to do is extend the kingdom of heaven on the earth. That is my true north. At the very center of me, when you look into the depths of my heart, that's what you'll see written on the heart of Nat Taylor. You know, in the very chambers of the heart, the deep storage places, we need a clear, true knowing that you have become my shield. You take me and surround me with yourself. 
it makes me think of the story where the Lord put Moses in the cleft of the rock and covered with him with his own hand and passed him by. He was the shield. He protected him even from his great almighty power. He put Moses, tucked him into that rock, into that little safe place, covered him with his own hand and then the almighty power of God and his presence passed him by. You take me and surround me with yourself. That's what the scripture says. And many translations say you are a shield around me. But I love the ancient Hebrew. It says you, O Lord, are my taker. God shields us by taking us into himself. Just like he tucked Moses in the rock, he takes us into himself. Jesus Christ is the taker of our humanity. He absorbed it into himself. He brings it into himself and covers us like a shield. He takes all our vulnerabilities, our weaknesses, all our humanity, he covers it with his perfect glory, with his perfect love, his blood poured out to cleanse and purify all of humankind. What a wonderful saviour. What a wonderful saviour. He wore the weakness of humanity to liberate us. So we could run in our lane and live our best life. You know, Jesus hung on the cross and was laid in the tomb to take every sickness, every strife, every brokenness, every pain. Christ wore it for us. He was the shield, both human and divine. He came, the taker. He took it all upon himself. Sienna, how are you, girl? You good? Do you want to help me out? Do you trust me, Sienna? <laughs> this is my beautiful girl, Sienna. One day she's going to take my job. She's just ready for it, already at 11. And um, do you know the amazing thing about Jesus is that he's the taker. He took all of our humanity, all of our sickness, all of our vulnerability, all of our weakness, and he carried it completely on himself. He took it completely. He bore the full weight. And what I want to do this morning is let you know, Sienna, that Jesus took the full weight. He can carry all of you. He can carry every thought. He can carry every part of your humanity right through your lifetime. He will be the complete taker of everything in you that needs him to cover you because this is who he is. So this is the nature of God. He just takes it unto himself, the full weight. And he bears it with ease and poise and he, he doesn't stumble or, or sway under the reality of our humanity. No, he takes the complete weight. He takes it into himself because this is what he's made for. This is who he is. He was made predestined to take all of humanity unto himself. He's the taker. This is who he is. Thank you, gorgeous. He takes the full weight. He took the fullness of our humanity, not one part reserved. Now, I feel like um, in church life, we understand that well in the simplicity. Yes, he took it all for me. Yes, I, I accept that. It's like the greater revelation is easier to make peace with than the smaller day-to-day -day reality. See, here's what I find is we're fine for Christ to take it all for us. But many of us live in the depths of our heart with like a pebble 
in our shoe, a small irritation, an undermining thought, something that bothers us. And many times we, we exist with these weights in our heart, this pebble in our pocket that we walk around with and we're fine for him to take all of us. But if he asked us, Nat, what's in your pocket? What's in the depths of your heart? What is that thing that you wrestle with that keeps you up at night? Nat, can you bring that before me? Can you let me be the taker of your humanity? Can you let me be the taker of your sadness? Nat, what is the pebble in your pocket? Because most of us exist with a pebble in our pocket, something that we're carrying, that we're walking around with, that is like a thorn in our side. And we're fine to give Jesus all of us. But can we give him that pebble? Can we give him that thing that burdens our heart? And if I'm honest right now, you know, I have, a lev- I have some sadness in my heart. Just some circumstantial changes. It's not a bad thing, but it makes me sad. I have this, this pebble in the depths of my heart. And to be honest, all I feel like I can do is just keep bringing it before the great I am. And, 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 and it's not necessarily fading as fast as I like it to, but I feel like all I can do is I can just bring it before the great I am. I, I just need to keep presenting my pebble of pain to him and, just, and I can just bring it before him. And what I love about his presence and his face when he looks at me is there's something about it that overshadows the pain and that eases the pain and maybe the circumstances don't shift immediately and everything doesn't change in the blink of an eye, but there's something that eases the reality of the pebble and the pain as I bring it before him and in his presence. And let me tell you what I know in the depths of my heart is that the pebble won't always be there. A day will come, graduation day will come and and it will be the end of that pebble season. And it will be gone. But what I know is that he will always remain with me. He and his presence, his accompanying power and peace will always remain. And the seasons will change and the pebble will change. And life always has a pebble. But his presence overshadows it. His love will permeate it as we bring it before the great I am. This is the full purpose of the cross. It's so that there is a sense of healing and ease and recovery that comes to those things that we tuck in the depths of our heart. So if somebody's grateful for that here this morning, why don't you thank the Lord in this place here today? He's so good. He's so good. And I'm going to read Psalm 91 over us today. And in fact, I'm going to ask uh, the team to come and begin to set. They're going to sing a song over us in a moment. We're going to take communion here together today to remember afresh the power of the bread and the cup. And as you do, can I ask you to bring that pebble before him as you take the bread and the cup, that thing that is very real in your circumstance. It may be a person, it may be finances, it may be in the need for healing in your body. Whatever your context is, whatever your pebble is, if just as you bring 
in this moment of communion, communion is, is a co-union. It's communing with God. If you bring that thing before him as you take the bread and you take the cup, then allow the fullness of his power to work in your heart, in the depths of your heart. We don't have to come superficially. We can bring what exists in the depths of our heart before him here today. And it says in Psalm 91, when you sit enthroned, under the shadow of Shaddai, you were hidden in the strength of God most high. Here's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. And verse 4 says, His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under His covering of majesty and height. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. And verse 11 says, God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. This is the nature of my God. I thank you, Lord. You are our shield and you are our taker. Every burden, every weight, every care, all the things that we're not designed to carry. I thank you, Lord, you receive them. You're able to carry the full weight of everything, big or small, niggling. You take it all. You eclipse it in your perfect love and your great power. So friends, what I'm going to ask you to do as you receive your cups today, Emma's going to sing this song about how God is our defender over us this morning. And I want to encourage you in your own time to take the bread and to take the cup in a moment of communion with the great I Am. And as you take the bread and the cup today, when you complete it, pass your cups to the end of the row and just drink in this song here today.
Jesus, anointed by the Holy Spirit, he came out of wilderness performing miracles, healing the sick, raising the dead, forgiving people's sin. Knowing what was to come, he took this, his last supper with his closest disciples, preparing them, my body broken for you, my blood shed for you. Betrayed by the kiss of a friend who was handed to his enemies, no crime he'd committed, yet again and again, the crowd rose higher and higher, with the cruel call crucified him. Even in the midst of the pain and the suffering, his voice could be heard. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Finally, they crucified him. He gave up his life for us. The ultimate sacrifice, innocent blood shed for the sins of humanity. It was finished. Darkness covered the land and covered the hearts of those who truly knew him. He was buried in a tomb. The tomb sealed. His body at rest. The death could not hold him. The grave could not bury him. They searched for Jesus, but the living cannot be found among the dead. Sin, fear, shame, guilt, death itself were all left in that grave. The cross is empty. He is risen. Jesus is alive. And now we, forever seated with Christ, forever restored from our failures, are forever drawn near to God because of a love that never fails. Let me just stand right across the auditorium here this morning. And I want to land with this question. You know, if God is our shield and Jesus is our taker, then what's our part in this coming together? And Psalm 25, 5 says, Escort me along the way, take me by the hand and teach me, for you are the God of increasing salvation. I have wrapped my heart into yours. You know, the Hebrew word most commonly translated as weight, which is used in this scripture, is kava. And it means to tie together by twisting or to entwine or to wrap tightly. I have wrapped my heart into yours. You know, waiting upon God, receiving Jesus, stepping towards Him, it's not a passive activity. This relationship is like hearts entwining together. I think of the scripture where there's a cord of three strands that won't be easily broken. There's a sense of coming together, entwining together. And as we receive communion today, there is an entwining of our hearts to Christ here today as we as we take the body, as we take the and drink the cup, there is that entwining. As we wait, we entwine. When we worship, we entwine. When we sit, we entwine. Our hearts come together. We're on an upward walk with the Lord, which is two hearts coming closer and closer and closer, entwining and connecting, grafting into one another. This is what it is to walk with Jesus Christ. God is the shield. Jesus is the taker and we entwine our heart with Him. That's what happens. That's how it is. That's how He leads us and that's our part. 